is behold. Oh, hello. And tonight we are doing Thor, the original Thor, the first Thor. The powerful but arrogant god Thor is cast out of Asgard to live amongst humans in Midgard, also known as Earth. So that's the most bare-bones thing about Thor. This stars Chris Hemsworth, Natalie Portman, Tom Hiddleston, Stellan Skarsgård, Colm Fiore, Ray Stevenson, Idris Elba, Kat Dennings, Rene Russo, and Anthony Hopkins, directed by Kenneth Branagh, is how we say his name here. <laughs> so, Nicole, what did you think of Thor? Who does Anthony Hopkins play in this? He's Odin. Oh, no shit. Odin Allfather. How about that? He's the father um, of all. I didn't have expectations going in because i didn't know really the story behind thor so i was interested to see a marvel movie probably i guess this is kind of the first one where we go out of our worldly view you know and we get a different world so um i was interested to see that that's kind of where my interest ended (laughs) (laughs) um after we started watching it um, I just, I don't know how I really felt about it. I mean, I like the story. Uh, you know, we get the backstory of, of Thor and Loki's relationship. Um, you know, when we learn that Loki is adopted in a sense and who he was adopted by, you know, that adds an interest for sure to this. So I like that part. I'm not too keen on the travel back and forth between earth and asgard and i think that i actually like the story on earth more than i like the story in asgard so that actually goes into mama k's question of the episode which she does a question every episode hers this time around was uh every time i watch this movie it feels like two different films one on earth and one on asgard which do you prefer and does that did you agree with that I totally agree with that. It does feel like two separate movies. I mean, we get this mighty god of Thor when he's on his planet, and then when he comes down to Earth and he just becomes a normal guy, it really does feel like two separate films. And I'm, it's hard for me to put the, the two together. You know, we do get the brief part where whoever it is that comes down, that giant creature or whatever um you know comes the wall, to, the wall man <laughs> yeah comes down and destroys the town i mean that's really to me the only crossover that we really get of the two worlds combining so um you know it's hard for me to to put the two together but what do you what do you feel yeah so i didn't like this movie the first time i saw it which was just earlier i can't remember if it was early this year or late last year but it's been within the past year i've seen this the first time um i like where thor's character goes in the future his origins are difficult and i totally agree it feels like two movies there's the space movie and there's the earth movie the space movie feels shakespearean this feels like a kind of film it feels like you know a bit like over the top stagey um and then you get to earth and it's like a fish out of water story much better much better when thor is the fish out of water character where he's in the diner and he slams a coffee cup down another one like he his comedy in that yeah really is the the shining light of the whole movie as opposed to the seriousness of the asgard part and i think they get that better with thor in later installments when he's involved later with the avengers and in you know when we get to his third movie i think they really hit it home there but yeah thor 
I don't think they realized in the beginning, is a better fish out of water comedic character than he is. Like he, because he is so powerful in comparison to the Avenger, he's a god. But he, you to make him not so powerful, you have to kind of make him a little oafish, a little silly to make it more um, right. in line with everyone else. You know what else I think we we discussed too is um, the supporting characters on each world really make a difference. I mean, when yeah. You're in- when you're in Asgard and you get the the three the three wise men, <laughs> the warriors three, the <laughs> yeah. most forgettable people in the entire. I MCU. mean, they had no they they added no value to his fight in the in the frost world. Like they were useless, and um, it really they were shows. useless. And yeah, then, for the whole time. <laughs> yeah, and then when we go to Earth and we have these scientists really trying to figure out what's going on. I mean, that was the that was the only interesting part of this movie to me is Natalie Portman and, and Stellan Skarsgård and Cat uh, Dennings trio. Um, you know, trying to figure out where this guy came from. Um, I do have a question for you though. Sure. I'm confused when we see Thor jump through the, the fence at the site where they find the hammer. It's all blocked off. Mm-hmm. And he goes in and he tries to lift his hammer and he can't do it. Is that because he's been banished and he doesn't have power anymore? Odin, at the when he banished him, said, he who is like worthy of the mantle of Thor shall be able to wield the hammer. It's something Shakespearean like that. So I think it's implied so then- at this point, Thor is not worthy to wield the hammer. It's not until he is willing to sacrifice himself for the town and fight the robot and, and try to convince Loki to not be the dick. Because as we'll learn in the Marvel series, Loki is continuing a dick and then not a dick and then he's a dick again like it happens all the time this is the first inclination of that i think once thor proves he's worthy he is once again able to take on the mantle of thor and wield mjolnir that kind of got lost on me of when the transition of him not even being able to pick it up and then this fight occurs in the town and then all of a it sudden has to do with his banishment he can do it he has to like re reprove himself basically because of his arrogance in the beginning of the movie Okay. I mean, it's it's fine. It wasn't it hasn't been my favorite yet. You know, he's not he's not my favorite character so far. I may even go as far as saying he may be my least favorite right now. Um just because I don't think it's him per se. I just think it's defining of the two worlds that couldn't click for me that I mm-hmm. couldn't enjoy this as him being a, as a superhero yet if you want to say that right um he just doesn't fit the criteria yet for me like the others have I think Thor definitely grows a lot more as a character in the future ones I mean his final arc is a l- different than than that of Tony and and we haven't gotten to him yet but Captain America those are often considered the big three of the MCU but um I think Thor goes from yeah a less interesting character to a much better if not interesting at least a more fun and likable character oh yeah i'm excited to see his his glow up <laughs> because right uh right now he's he's pretty boring and i'm not i'm not digging the um he was just so different when he when he was on earth he was so different personality wise he was he was charming and right he was funny and he was kicking it with the humans and it just didn't make much sense to me he didn't he's never seen the humans like that before and you know for him to just hang around and wear human clothing and stuff he was Mm -hmm. totally fine with it they didn't give him enough time to really transition into it for me 
Yeah, we'll see what he does in the future here. I mean, we don't want to run too long on this one since it's not obviously a very important installment. We'll save our time for uh, some bigger ones down the road. Uh, a couple other minor side notes before we get to the end here. Agent Coulson once again appears in this one. He has been a, quite a through line since the first Iron Man. Mm-hmm. And we also get our introduction to Hawkeye, a very small uh, piece. But Jeremy Renner's uh, uh, Clint Barton, who will later play a larger very role. Very small. Very small part in this one. So we're just sprinkling in little bits before we get to uh i think in a few days the avengers the first avengers movie but we will stop it there nicole would you recommend thor um the only reason that i would is because i feel like these these initial films are are key in developing like our avengers i'm assuming you know i feel like it might be necessary for us to understand the background of thor and loki and how all of these different people are going to come together so that's the only reason that i would other otherwise i don't think that i would it's not the strongest entrant i liked it more the second time than the first time yeah i i would soft recommend this because i think it's miles ahead of the hulk movie and miles behind the iron man and iron man 2 movies so uh it's squarely in the middle no wiggle room really um but i think it's a soft recommend i think it's got enough fun on the earth bits to make it worth your time so we will return to thor in a few days but up next tomorrow you got captain america the first Avenger. Uh, thank you, Nicole, for being on. I'll talk to you then. Thanks. Yep. Bye bye. Till next time, this is Brennan signing off, saying thanks for listening and enjoy your movies. <laughs>